This is Marriage to the Max, episode number 16. Welcome to another episode of Marriage to the Max. I'm Brett Hurst. And I am Kelly Hurst. And we are both marriage educators. We are co-founders of Home Encouragement. This podcast, Marriage to the Max, is designed to help you take your marriage to the next level. Uh, We want to encourage you. We believe healthy marriage should be a front-burner conversation. And that is why we're here. Ta-da! In this episode, we're going to do another marriage quote episode, famous marriage quotes or something like that. Uh, We've done this before, and we'd like to keep doing it again if we think they work out. But Unless we hear back from our audience that says it's totally boring. no more marriage quote shows. (laughs) uh, So anyway, this is where we each bring some quotes about marriage, some by famous people, some not, some by living people, some not, whatever. And then we talk randomly about these quotes and see kind of what we think Mm -hmm. uh, for what that's worth. Uh, The twist on this episode is that I don't know what quotes you have researched and you don't know what quotes I have brought. We're we're very daring to do this. Quite a a risk. (laughs) So anyway, uh, I'll go first this time. I think you went first last time. Okay. So I've got a uh, few quotes from some random sources. My first one, I'm going to say the quote first, and then you try to guess where it's from. Okay. Are you ready? Yes. A lady's imagination is very rapid. It jumps from admiration to love and from love to matrimony in a moment. You Hmm. know what that's from? No, I have no idea what that's from. Jane Austen, Pride (gasps) and Prejudice. Oh, I kind of – I started to go kind of that genre, but I didn't know exactly where it was from. Okay, read it one more time because – A lady's imagination is very rapid. It jumps from admiration to love and from love to matrimony in a moment. Do you agree with that? I – today's woman, I don't know if that's necessarily true. I think today's woman is a little more – you know, sl- take it a little slower a little and cautious. a little, yeah, cautious. Mm-hmm. But, um, but I do think there's something in women. I don't know if guys are like this or not, but I just remember being a young girl. Like I'm, I remember being in ninth grade, and my two best friends and I sitting in my friend Terry's room, mm-hmm. looking at the cover of Seventeen magazine. And just memorizing everything about this guy and girl who were dancing at this prom. And there was a Love's Baby Soft ad and just all kinds of things that I remember. Love's Baby Soft, which was the fragrance du jour. Anyone who is my age will absolutely know what I'm talking about. Okay. Um, And so, and just sitting there and just like dreaming about what his name would be and what he first said to her when he saw her and just we would create all of these fantasies about love and where do they go from here and Uh they probably got engaged after they graduated from high school you know and so I think there is kind of a thing in girls minds that they just want to create this ideal you know you know what I'm saying Yeah. yeah so I don't know I'll probably get Maybe some hate mail from that (laughs) saying that, but I think that's probably true. It's just one girl's opinion. (laughs) Indeed. Okay, another uh, 
writer who is no longer with us, Robert Louis Stevenson, who, okay. you know, remember he wrote Treasure Island and mm-hmm. some other books. Here is his quote. Marriage is one long conversation checkered by disputes. Mm. One long conversation checkered by disputes. Would you concur? I think that's very true. Well, it goes back to what we're always talking about with conflict management. I uh-huh. mean, you know, you're always going to have differences of opinion when you have two, any two people in a room, let alone a relationship, Absolutely. a lifelong relationship together. And I think the longer you're married, you start to realize some of your conversation is exactly the same as it always was. Mm-hmm. And then some of it's you're in a totally new place. And So should married couples be afraid of disputes? Oh, my gosh, no. no Absolutely way. not. I think, well, if you don't have conflict in your marriage, you're not growing mm-hmm. in your relationship. So well put. Well That's put. A good one. Okay, uh, this is from Gary Smalley, who is uh, appearing at Day Night Houston in a couple of weeks. The most difficult years of marriage, he says, are those following the wedding. (laughs) (laughs) That was a great quote. (laughs) That's a good one. Outside of that, you're okay. It's really easy up to that point. (laughs) Although I would think, I think engaged couples who are trying to plan their wedding would say it's not always easy. Mm -hmm. That can be a very stressful season too. And it's, if you think about it, I remember reading this in an article once and it really kind of struck me. You know, you've got two people who haven't shared their life together really yet, you know, and they're planning one of life's biggest events Mm -hmm. with so many decisions that you have to make. And you're bringing two families together who may Mm -hmm. be very different families and, you know, look at things and want things differently. Very typically. And and you don't have the history together as a couple Mm -hmm. to know how to handle this really stressful time. And so it's a crash course. It really is. Yeah. And so when we have our married life prep class, we talk to couples and they're stressed sometimes. Mm-hmm. You and know, it's always... kind of sad because that should be such a fun mm-hmm. time, but it can really get away from you. Yeah, we always want to try to bring comfort to mm-hmm. couples that are going through the. It's just one day, the bridal season, <laughs> which is a great season, yeah. but you know, just not not to have added stress. Okay, my next quote comes from a renowned marriage expert, at least as far as quantity of times that she's been married. Oh, good. Zsa Zsa Gabor. (laughs) She said, this was uh, a year before I was born, she said, a man in love is incomplete until he has married. Then he's finished. (laughs) I actually saw that quote. Did you? Because when I was researching my quotes, I almost picked that one. That's funny. Uh, how many times was she married? Eight or nine, I oh think. Oh, my. Yeah. Uh, I don't really know what to comment on that one. How do you fit in eight or nine marriages in your life? I don't know. I have no idea. She and You kind of get a template and you just keep – anyway. <laughs> yeah, well, that's probably true because if you're repeating the same template over and over, then it's kind of the definition of insanity. You just kind of get it down. <laughs> Okay, another quote I have is uh, back to a famous writer, John Updike, said, Every marriage tends to consist of an aristocrat and a peasant, of a teacher and a learner. So my question to you, Kel, is which one am I? Am I the peasant Oh, my gosh. That's the end of the quote? That's it. Aristocrat and peasant and learner and teacher teacher and and learner. learner. 
I think I'm the peasant and the learner in our relationship. <laughs> I wouldn't, I think we have both played all of those roles at one time or another, which is how it should be. Uh-huh. If one person's doing all the teaching, you know what I'm saying? Right. That would, the, the learner would get really weary in I, that relationship. I concur, for sure. Yeah, so I probably the healthiest place is if you're playing all of the roles at different times. I mean, we always say, you know, when one of us is feeling good and strong, the mm-hmm. other one might be struggling, and then we switch places, and right. the other one's feeling weak. And Fortunately, <laughs> there's equal time there. Yeah, no, you've got – no, that's cute. That's a cute quote. Okay, this this quote came from Isadora Duncan, who was a famous dancer. Mm-hmm. You know this one? Did you see this one? No, okay. but I know who you're talking about. Yeah, famous dancer at the turn of the 20th century. Any intelligent woman who reads the marriage contract and then goes into it deserves all the consequences. <laughs> okay, my ADHD totally had me. I, you got to say it again. I'll say it again. Any intelligent woman who reads the marriage contract and then goes into it, goes into marriage, in other words, uh-huh. deserves all the consequences. Oh, that's <laughs> There are definitely consequences to being married, but I would say the positive ones far outweigh the negative ones. I think so, too. I was just listening to uh, Tony Evans coming in this morning. He was talking about marriage, and but he was also trying to encourage people who are single mm-hmm. to not put this ideal you know, mentality right. on marriage. He this said— Utopia that nobody yeah, can live up to. You know, it's like when you get married, some problems are fixed, but then new problems are created. Mm-hmm. You know, there's just challenges all around, so that's good. I like that one. And my final one for the day is uh, from Bill Cosby. Let us now set forth one of the fundamental truths about marriage. The wife is in charge. <laughs> Which and I figured, he's been married how long? Uh, <laughs> many, many years. I figured that would be your favorite of the seven that I brought to the table today. Well, that kind of goes hand in hand with happy wife, happy life. That's right. Mantra. Which At least as far as you're concerned. I am all in for. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Those are good. You did good. Well, thank you very much. <laughs> and you're listening to Marriage to the Max. Welcome back to Marriage to the Max. We are in the middle of our successful second attempt at a quote show. And uh, before the break, we went through my seven quotes that I harvested for this episode. And now we'll turn it over to Kel and see uh, what you uncovered. Okay, so now I did a little different take this time. I chose quotes from movies. Okay. So I'll tell you what the movie is before I read the quote, just in case you kind of, or should I do it the other way around? Well, I don't know. No, I'm going to do it first. I'm going to say the movie title first and then read the quote. Okay. Okay. This is from the movie Think Like a Man. All right. Steve Harvey's movie. All right. What do you call the three rings of marriage? The engagement ring, the wedding ring, and the suffering. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Comments? (laughs) Uh, Yes. 
suffering's part of marriage for sure. It is. I mean, I and don't it, know what in what light that was set in, like, you know, a complaining light or the reality of marriage is you suffer some. Right. Well, suffering's not only part of marriage. Suffering's part of a healthy Christian life. We're called to endure some suffering uh, mm-hmm. because it builds character and perseverance and all the things that God wants us to develop so that we'll stay in life and stay in marriage for the long haul. Indeed. The suffering is not that bad. Uh, you know, really, the suffering is not bad if you know it's coming. You know That's what I true. mean? Yeah. You know, it's all about your mindset that you have going into it. That's why I think couples being naive about that mm-hmm. or believing that it shouldn't be the case, you know, are, are really setting themselves up for for a dismal time because it is going to come. It's just part of life. You're right. You're right. All right. My next quote is from the movie, Shall We Dance? All right. We need a witness to our lives. There's a billion people on the planet. What does any one life really mean? But in a marriage, you're promising to care about everything. The good things, the bad things, the terrible things, the mundane things, all of it, all of the time, every day. You're saying your life will not go unnoticed because I will notice it. Your life will not go unwitnessed because I will be your witness. Hmm. What do you think about that quote? That's nice. I like it. (laughs) (laughs) A little long, but I thought that was worth sharing. So what grabbed you about it? I mean, why why did... I just, you know, the idea that you're going through life with someone, that Mm -hmm. someone is noticing your life Mm -hmm. and all the little things, you know, as a Christian... You know, biblically speaking, you know that God, there's nothing too big to bring to God and there's mm-hmm. nothing too small to bring to God. Right, right. And I think marriage should kind of feel that same way. Mm-hmm. You know, nothing should be too big that you can't handle it together. Mm-hmm. And then nothing so small that you don't notice it together, too. Mm-hmm. That's a great way of saying know. that. And certainly God is faithful to give you the grace. He says, my grace is sufficient for you. Yeah. So he'll give you whatever grace you need to endure whatever's coming. I like it. Okay, next quote is from the movie Forces of Nature. And actually, Ben Affleck says this quote, but I think he's quoting a 16th century bishop. So whatever that is worth. But this is what it is. Marriage hath in it less of beauty, but more of safety than the single life. It hath more care, but less danger. It is more merry and more sad. It is fuller of sorrows and fuller of joys. It lies under more burdens, but it is supported by all the strengths of love and charity, and those burdens are delightful. Hmm. Yeah, I remember that. That's a great it's a great quote. What it makes me think about is, you know, a lot of people when they're trying to decide, okay, am I going to take this risk to get married? You know, mm-hmm. that that would be a very beneficial quote to mm-hmm. listen you know marriage has the extremes it is it's you, know? you got to take the bad with the good right and so that's one decision point but what about while you're in marriage and every mm-hmm. year of your marriage and every minute of your marriage as you continue to go and really figure out what marriage is about which you can't you can't figure out what it's I mean, you can have a lot of helpful discussion. We try to do that with premarital couples all the time and try mm-hmm. to give them an idea of what could be coming down the road. But ultimately, until you walk through it, you go, oh, wow, okay, this is what 
marriage is. And then to revisit that quote, you know, and just say, it's worth it. I mean, yeah, you're going to have some real intense suffering again, like we were saying before. But mm-hmm. but the high highs of having worked through those suffering moments is so well worth it. So don't quit. I like it. Okay, next quote is by a movie called An Ideal Husband from 1999. And it's a very short one. It says, if you were suggesting, Sir Edward, that my position in society owes anything to my wife, you are utterly mistaken. It owes everything to my wife. Oh, that's definitely (laughs) your kind of quote. (laughs) But I would agree. (laughs) I love that quote. Very, very cute. And so true. I'll give you props there. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, another one is by a movie called How to Make an American Quilt. And this is the quote. Young lovers seek perfection. Old lovers learn the art of sewing shreds together and of seeing beauty in a multiplicity of patches. Oh, man, that's a good quote. I love that. I might just cross-stitch that on a pillow after I learned to cross-stitch. <laughs> you love that phrase. <laughs> <laughs> cross-stitch. I can't even say it. Any, any comments on that one or moving on? Ah, uh, man, it's just, that's neat. And that's true too, because when we—that's <laughs> neat. Neato. When we when we sit with couples who've like just started their life together, and they hit some potholes, and they're they've got that kind of shocked look on their face, like well, uh-huh. we didn't. You know, it's. I don't think anyone goes in so Pollyanna that you don't expect there's going to be issues. You don't, because I, I do. I but I think people think they're going to manage them better than they do. Do you know what I'm saying? Uh huh. Like. They they hit their pothole and go, well, I thought we'd figure this out better. You know, why why am I depressed? Mm. Why is he mad? You know, whatever it is. Right. Um, and so that idea of young young love seeking perfection, I think that really is pretty true. And mm. But you figure it all out, out along the way. I think there was like a giant nature rat <laughs> crawling through the ceiling just now. Okay. My next quote is from The Bridges of Madison County. Mm-hmm. Now, this is this is not so much a quote about marriage. This is I chose this quote because it's about becoming an empty nester, which you and I have become recently. Okay. And we have a lot of friends who are experiencing this or about to experience this. And so I just thought this was really a poignant thing of how particularly women feel when they become empty nesters. Well, I can't wait to hear it. Meryl Streep says, when a woman makes the choice to marry, to have children, in one way her life begins, but in another way it stops. You build a life of details. You become a mother, a wife, and you stop and stay steady so that your children can move. And when they leave, they take your life of details with them. And then you're expected to move again, only you don't remember what moves you because no one has asked in so long, not even yourself. And I can totally relate to that feeling of even though you and I have looked forward to empty nesting, we've prepared for it, we've talked about it. For years. Which I think every couple needs to do so mm-hmm. it doesn't hit you in the face when it comes. Mm-hmm. But I think what a lot of women happens to them when they become empty nesters is they look inside and go, okay, now what does my life mean? Mm-hmm. But I want to encourage couples to married women to look at their marriage and go, okay, what does our life mean? Mm -hmm. You know, it's not just about, okay, I've raised my kids. Now I'm going to focus on me and get what I, what satisfies me or, you know, reach for the stars myself. As a couple, what, what does that look like, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and what does sharing your life look like now that we don't have the hands-on day-to-day stuff with the kids? Right, right. So, you know, I like floating the idea to, couples right before they're about to have their first child, Mm -hmm. you know, this empty nest 
season. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, sounds, it's coming. Yeah. Well, you know, and it sounds like, oh my gosh, but that's going to be <laughs> twenty 18, years yeah, away. Exactly. Yeah. You know, and and we're we got to hit babies R us and make sure we're <laughs> covered and painted the nursery pink, blue, or yellow, or whatever. But yeah, I think it. I wish somebody had said that to us. You know, mm-hmm. just just at least put the thought in your mind. It, not not that that's your biggest focus at that stage of your life, but to just be thinking, okay, how do we do the parenting years if we're going if we're going to be parents mm-hmm. with that understanding that at some point mm-hmm. it's it's going to come to a close and then the focus will be on us again. Mm-hmm. You know, because it is helpful to talk about it and think about and plan. It really is because it sneaks up on you faster than you think. Mm -hmm. And if you're not prepared for it, it can be a big hole. Right. Huge. But it's not a bad season. It's a great season. No, it's fun. Yeah. Although I miss our kids all the time. I totally miss our kids, but we're having fun. Okay. This is um, from a movie called To Sir With Love, 1967. Sidney Poitier's character said, marriage is no way of life for the weak, the selfish, or the insecure. I concur. That is just another way of saying marriage is not for wimps. <laughs> they call me Mr. Tibbs. Sorry, I had to say that. <laughs> and then the last quote I have, I had to, this is just really kind of more of a funny quote, but it's from one of our favorite movies, Rear Window. And uh, Thelma Ritter says it, who plays the nurse, Stella. Oh, yeah. She says, She's probably the I wish I could, I know, I wish I could do it in her Brooklyn accent, but I won't, <laughs> I'll spare our audience that. But she says, Modern marriage. Once it was, see somebody, get excited, get married. Now it's read a lot of books, fence with a lot of four-syllable words, and psychoanalyze each other until you can't tell the difference between a petting party and a civil service exam. (laughs) I totally messed that last line up. A petting party and a civil service exam. (laughs) Which I read that and go, okay, but you and I are marriage educators. We are trying to get people to read books and like learn and stuff. Be a little thoughtful about it yeah exactly but i kind of know what she's saying too you, you know can, there were you can over thousands of years things. of people just doing marriage and you know not having to figure it all out along the way but i think there's a a good balance of you know taking taking marriage for what it is the the good and the bad and all of that but then also learning how to do it well uh-huh. you can only enhance i think what you've been given no i agree and i think you know in this modern age right now, the lack of reflective time mm-hmm. that our culture does not experience yeah. on any level right now makes it even more necessary to understand things. You know, and we don't get apprenticed like we used to mm-hmm. by We're not we're not naturally mentored. You have to seek it out. Exactly. That's right. So there is a lot of confusion and mm-hmm. anxiety and misunderstanding, and uh, we're not even taking the time to to watch our parents and grandparents and mm-hmm. all that and see how they've done marriage successfully or, or unsuccessfully. Not much time sitting in a rocking chair on the back porch talking about life. Right. Well, that was a lot of fun, Cal. That was a lot of fun. I thought you did fantastic <laughs> with your quotes. <laughs> Uh, oh, I'm hosting. That's yeah, right. you are. <laughs> well, okay. Well, if you'd like to uh, contact us, feel free to do that. You can always contact us at thehurst at homeencouragement.org. And you can find us at marriagetothemax.org or homeencouragement.org. Also, follow us on Facebook and Le Twitter. Uh, and until next time, I'm going to spit it out eventually. Good. Until next time, remember, healthy marriage 
healthy world. And God bless y'all.